Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Brothers Grim Duck. Where I, we're going to quick, really quickly jump in. You said next time it was going to be the morning edition. And Good then... morning, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is the morning of the Brothers Grim Duck. <laughs> Welcome to it. <laughs> the but morning it, edition, do you want to say, or just the morning Brothers Grim Dark? It's the morning Brothers Grim Dark. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we have some topics today. Yeah, Which okay, wait, wait, wait. Na- wait, stop. Yeah. Carry sorry. on, sorry. I realised what you were about to say. <laughs> yeah. Carry on. I'm oh, sorry, I was about to lay out the itinerary for today's frivolities, festivities, activities. Yeah, because it's the morning. Grim Isn't dark. it? Grim <laughs> 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 All right. So we have we have some news segments, some tra- then we have a little strategy segment, and then we go back to the Necron Codex, which I believe will never end, but at this point it's just a constant source of amusement. I love the Necron Codex, I'm fine with that. Yep. Anyway, so second edition of um, Age of Sigmar has come out. Which Age I... of Sigmar. <laughs> it is shit. Sorry. <laughs> I'll just I... jump in there. <laughs> we're both unimpressed with it. Well, okay. No, okay, we were both unimpressed with first, first edition. Especially, especially because it destroyed fantasy. Like, it destroyed fantasy. Fuck it. Anyway, I know nothing of the second edition which has just come out. Henry has done some research. He's going to talk at me. And I will either laugh or cry or maybe not listen. We'll find out. I think it's going to be crying and not listening. Age of Sigma. Tune off. What? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Second edition of Age of Sigma. Yep. Okay, let's rewind the clock. Let's go back to first edition of Age of Sigma. First edition, Age of Sigma... Uh, some of the ideas from 1st edition were implemented into 8th edition. So 8th edition, edition 40k. 8th edition 40k is like a weird amalgamation of Age of Sigma, 4th edition, and a tiny bit of 7th. This is why whenever I want to be particularly scathing about 8th edition, I'll call it the Age of Sigma edition. It's not, to be fair. Funny you should say that. Because 2nd edition Age of Sigma is actually taking design cues from 40k. So I thought it would. Second edition Age of Sigma. I okay. Second edition Age of Sigma. Yeah. Actually, has improved Age of Sigma. I've no doubt. That's what I'll say. Both of us aren't a fan of Age of Sigma, but we're, uh, we're glad that the fans of that hobby are now getting a better rule set and better things to play with. Yeah, exactly. Some of the some of the models are really cool as well. Yeah, gi- fucking Fair giant turtle, amazing. Giant turtle, awesome. But yeah, they're making it more like 40k. And here's something which I found interesting. May I quickly say, I did say way back when we sort of got 8th edition first coming out, that at some point the rule sets for 40k and Age of Sigmar would align perfectly. And you could do battles one versus the other. Yeah. Which I, I, By the time of like 3rd edition Age of Sigmar, there'll be rules in White Dwarf at the very least to go, hey look, you can do this. Yeah, there's definitely going to be like, oh here's a Grey Knight profile. In Age of Sigma, which is, I, I don't think they're even going to have to change the profiles. I think they'll just go. No, I think yeah, there's going to be a lot of that. It's just going to be case like okay, maybe maybe the Age of Sigma player gets three hundred extra points or something, but yeah. So the rules are kind of yeah coming together in a weird way, which I don't like because I don't want to see ninth edition forty k. So here's the thing: eighth edition forty k. I am hopeful. I am looking to the horizon because sixth and seventh was a pile of garbage. Yeah, for forty k. It, like it, it caused... it's a great great game versus other board games. Still absolute shite for forty k. It meant eighth edition was required to happen. Eighth edition was an absolute relief for me, because I think if eighth edition was more like seventh edition, I'm not sure I'd be in the hobby. I on the other hand came back to the hobby from uh, leaving in the golden age basically. Fourth and fifth. That that was the absolute golden age for us. Amazing times. Yeah. I then walk back in and go. What is this 8th edition? It's got severe problems and looks a lot like that Age of Sigmar thing. And I've been very suspicious the whole time. 
very suspicious that what's going to happen is when they go, hey, look, we've just finished with the codexes. Here's ninth edition. You have some more codexes. We haven't even finished some of them yet. Um, <laughs> they've finished some of the 8th edition ones yet. And they'll just go, it's basically Age of Sigma at this point. And that's another nice uh, cross-reference here. Because when we look at Age of Sigma 1st edition to 2nd edition, quite a lot of races... Did they not get all their codexes? Didn't get a codex. Didn't get an army book. Didn't get wow. whatever they call it in Age of Sigma now. Well, Inquisition's not going to get one. We know that. Inquisition isn't going to get one this edition, I don't think. I'm, I would say 90% I would put money saying Inquisition not going to get anything this edition. They're probably not going to get anything the next edition. Let's go, you have to buy the codexes, uh, the indices for them. And then maybe in 10th edition they go, here's a bonus yeah. book of 50 pages and charge £40 for it. And here's the thing. 40k is always drop guys. Like, the Red Terror was dropped for a long time. Yep. Made a comeback in 7th or something, and then he's back yeah, yeah. now in the Index. Yeah. Yeah, kind of weird. So that's that's nothing abnormal. But I really don't want ninth edition of 40k to move towards Age of Sigma. Like, I want them to diverge as much as possible They're meant here. to be two separate games. And the bizarre thing is, is that 40k was like 80% of their revenue. Why would you make it more like Age of Sigma? Clearly yeah. people like 40k. Like, I I enjoy 40k. That's well, what I want to play. That's... <sighs> if I want to play magic dick-streaming Genji boys, I don't know. I, Elves, I... that's the word. <laughs> Elves, if I want to play... <laughs> if I want Genji to play boys. Dick-strumming... Genji boys. <laughs> Genji boys, elves. Yes. I'll go play Elf. <laughs> <laughs> or Dark Elf, if you're feeling particularly fancy. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to have to play Age of Sigma. Just please don't. It. Yeah. So second edition Age of Sigma, it takes cues from eighth edition fantasy. Really? Yes. What cues are they? Because I go, don't think it's anything to do magic. with the depth. Magic. And this whole casting and opposed casting in forty k as well. Yep. With the denies. Isn't that just really bastardized version of like? That's really edition. bastardized version yeah. of fantasy. I, I remember you going on about fantasy magic basically because being... Jervis Johnson. Is the guy that lo- it, that brought the psychic phase to seventh edition, and wasn't it also terrible in seventh? Like it, was it was absolutely horrendous. Hey, here's my guys that are now invisible. Enjoy hitting them on sixes. Wow! And it could be any unit. It could, so it could be here's my uh, ten man guard unit. It's invisible now, or my imperial knight. Yeah. Well, I don't know about vehicles. I'm not going to say that. Okay. But I could have a five man uh, grey knight terminator squad, which were invisible. Just make him invisible. That sounds fun. Fun fact: one of the assassins currently has that ability in the index, like all the time. It's you the, only hit it on sixes. Yeah, it's Alexis. The, the anti-cycle one. I believe that's Alexis. So I believe. Are you saying I don't Alexis know. or Alexis? Because one of them may be accurate. That one's going to get sued by Hamilton. <laughs> that's Alexa. We're safe. Yeah, we're fine. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah one so, of them has that. Sorry, just factoid yeah. of the day. Thank you. I've been looking into assassins for like, <laughs> assassins and Amazon products. Yeah. Wait, Amazon? Have I gone the wrong way? No, wait. I did. Ref- Who's Alexa? <laughs> Alexa. I don't it, know. There's someone. It's with- the Amazon like circle talk box thing. Yeah. The dot. I don't know. I don't know why we're talking about this. This was a wild We're sorry. <laughs> we yeah. were on topic for so long. It just. It had to. It the off-topic demons came over and beat us to death with batons. <laughs> then replaced us with ourselves from another dimension who have who no idea also, what's going on <laughs> also, I was talking about dick strimming <laughs> I'm going to say strumming as well <laughs> thing, like, that makes more sense know, dick strimming means like gardening your, your original comment before the 
strumming was something else, dick something else. So we have th- three different variations of dick somethings. I think I said deck strumming. strumming. I don't know. <laughs> Some, something went <laughs> anyway, awry. Do we have any more to add about second edition? Yeah, basically, second edition, Age of Sigma. If you enjoy 40k, eighth edition, and you... You're now more likely to enjoy... Age you're more likely to enjoy Age of Sigma. Please don't buy it. <laughs> my my key question is, is have they started getting rid of the rules like you can pull up the stretchy but only if you stroke your beard first and say charge I think whoever like guys just gonna say it now we enjoy 40k and if some people want to get into character if some people want to you know yell charge or whatever yeah, like, that's that's fine that's up yeah. to them but when you give someone an advantage for behaving like an absolute twat hole hang on <laughs> hang on let people enjoy that. It's when you enforce all players have to do this as a rule, that's just when it's fucking awkward. No, no, you, you don't have to do it as a rule. It's just if you do... For example, oh. if you do stroke your beard and pretend to ride an imaginary horse, you get an advantage. Oh, yeah, no. like You don't have yeah. to do it, but it's just like... Yeah. It would be like if you're playing orcs and you have to yell, wah, every time you move a model. If you do, they go three extra inches. People are going to get fucking tired of you. <laughs> this is true. This is very true. I, I enjoy a good wah as much as the next man, but not every three inches of it. <laughs> There's so many questions. <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying Gaskell's a big lad. Hey, speaking of which, rumour mill... Rumor mill. Sorry, that that was not on. That's not on the little. I have a small, tiny post-it note of like the four topics we're going to cover. By the way, that is a ridiculously that is, small post-it note. That is like the size of a square. It's like, it's like two toenails wide and two toenails tall. It's square shaped. That's a disgusting <laughs> way of describing it as well. I was going to say like a square one inch square. Well, <laughs> not maybe. Yeah. Got it, it, it. It was Man right next to my thumb, so it looked like nails and... I... I, anyway, anyway. I'm sorry. Final final bit of my segment. Yeah. My bit of news. Gasgol. Rumour mill, he might be coming in as a prime orc. Do, what does that mean? A prime though? orc is like the beast from the Horus Heresy, which means they're oh, the same size me. as a primarch. Oh, shit me. And there's a bit in the index saying that Gazi is the biggest, crumpiest orc that's ever lived. So... I think we'll, we might be onto a, a, a is jubbly. He, is he the biggest, crumpiest that's ever lived, though? Because the beast was a he, beast. Yeah, he's definitely not the biggest, crumpiest that there's ever been. That's a bit of exaggeration, but as we know about 8th edition writers, they, they love to do that. It's like the orcs. The orcs are the most undefeated army in the universe. What about when they're beaten? I don't, I don't They're just running away. That I'm sorry, that's good That's good lore from the old times. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it'd be something like Inquisitor... Courtiers or whatever his fucking name is. It's I like don't know. he sees heresy in every dimension. What the fuck does he that mean? He sees it in the blade dimension. Yeah. He sees the oblates yeah. of heresy in the dimension where you can't see chaos energies. That's specifically what that dimension's about. Okay, he can see them. Does chaos transcend? Chaos has to transcend dimensions. I think dimensions mean fuck all to chaos. I'm putting it out. I there. think everything means fuck all to chaos. That's a magical a- power. Don't soul well this bullshit, Eldar. Put, to, put together a sentence out of that in your own time. Right, next next topic. Next topic, night killing. This, this is Imperial Knights. Imperial Night Killing. Also Renegade Knights, but they're less impactful. They also don't exist according to the Codex. Oh, yeah, according, that, that was a very sad point for me. Like, if you have a Codex about four units... Yeah. Code, which, codex. Which, which is... Uh, sorry, it's five units. There's yeah. Dominus A, Dominus B, the Knight, yeah. and its variations, which I'm not going to include because they're just the same thing. Yeah. Armages and then Unit Five, a building. 
Nice. <laughs> Which, I, f- I always forget about that. I like, the building they've... is in there. They, they've started this building. It's very important <laughs> for the Codex. And they, there's like, it's, do you not think to add in some rules for renegades? No, no, all these knights are Imperial knights. They must work with Imperial allies, etc. Or, you know, or rather, should I say anything which would benefit their allies will only benefit Imperial allies. No cool, like, chaos possession rules or anything like that. No, that would have been way too easy a way to fill out the Codex. Yeah. What they really should have done, in my opinion, dual profiles. Yeah. So for the like Imperial been... Knight, boy of boys, they would have a chaos boy of boys. They don't even have to do that. Like, they could have just been lazy and did what they did with the dif- differences between Imperialis and Mechanicus. They just have a third section of uh, factions, which is the chaos factions. Because that's how they divided it. Uh, you yeah. know how you have like your different um, chapters for Space Marines. You'll have yeah, yeah, yeah. some are Imperial, some are Mechanicus. There we go. Um, anyway, so got the Codex, and we've actually sort of done the maths. And it's bonkers. It's absolutely bloody bonkers. Toughness 8 is the problem. Like, you, you try and do the maths, and you go, okay, so there's the dedicated vehicle hunting weapon, you know, like Lascans that tend to do very well against them, etc., Albeit, you say they take 23 LAS cannon shots with a BS of 3+. plus. Yeah, it takes 23 Space Marines armed with LAS cannons to kill a knight. Yes, in one, in one round of shooting. In one round of shooting, just to stress. Yeah, but 23. That's it, ridiculous. That, that, it, that's, it, I bet that's more points than the knight, just the LAS cannons. How much do LAS cannons cost these days? Probably like 20 points. That's so, cheap. Four, 460 points, though. That's also cheaper than a knight. Plus, space marines. Plus, the, yeah, okay. It, it at which point it comes like eight hundred points. Twenty, yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so, and it wouldn't be so bad because if, if other things could wound them that easily, the difference between toughness seven and eight is massive. Basically, like a lot of vehicles being toughness seven is fine because it means that things which are strength four, such as say bolters, wound them on five pluses. Toughness eight is crazy. It takes 27 bolter shots fired from Space Marines to cause one wound on average to a knight. Yeah. To kill a knight in one round of shooting just with Space Marines, I it's 7,700 and, I believe, 76 points of Space Marines to kill a knight. That seems efficient. 400-point knight. 400-point knight, 7,776 <laughs> Space Marines. Points yeah. worth of space marines. Okay, now this is my massive problem with knights. This is my massive problem with them. I don't think they're one hundred percent broken. I do think there are workarounds. Yeah. I think they are extremely strong. They, they are extremely strong. But the biggest problem, in my opinion, one hundred percent, is any pickup game, any game where your opponent is not told that everything you have is a knight. Yep. You're just going to fuck them up. Oh, yeah, like, it, really bad. It renders a huge proportion of the army, even if it's just 20% of the army, invalid. That, that's a free, quote-unquote, 20% you've just won, as it were. Yeah, exactly. And it is... I think it's just because they're such great all-rounders. They're incredible they, all-rounders. They, they do they, so much damage. Fucking Titanic feet need an absolute nerf. Titanic feet does need a nerf, because all, all you have to do is walk at them, shoot them, assault them, then just walk back out of combat the next turn, shoot them, assault them again. And the amount of damage you throw out is insane. Because, by the way, anyone familiar with 4th and 5th, you'll remember how having Warhound Titans and Reaver Titans, we didn't actually play with them because we don't own any. No, But we, <laughs> we, we observed it. We definitely observed it yeah. from very far. <laughs> but Spying through the windows. <laughs> yeah. But one Imperial Guard, you know, Commissar with a Power Claw. Sorry, not a Power Claw. That's Hawks. Power Fist. Yeah. Uh, or is Commissar Yarrick? 
Yeah, or Yarrick. Maybe Yarrick, yeah. Yeah. He could very feasibly fuck up a Titan. Because he's a and boy. It, and it was absolutely dangerous. You know, and that therefore you had to bubble wrap them with infantry, yeah. properly protect them, properly position them. Whereas Knights is kind of like, yeah, come come assault me. Oh, I'll yeah. just stamp on you. It is tough to see which causes this, though. Cause, but with the way that vehicles have been made a lot tougher this edition, um, because, you know, you... It's tough to say in conjunction with 24 yes. wounds. Tough to say 24 wounds and vehicles being tougher. That's just ballooned this problem out of control. And to put this into perspective, right, Knights used to have six wounds because they had six hull points in seventh. Yep. Six. They've now gone to 24. <laughs> they have four times Also, with hull points durability. back in the day, there was still a chance that a penetrating hit just blew them up. Wasn't that right? Like, the hull I... points only... God, I, I can't from, remember. I seem to remember that whole points so. were basically whenever you took like a shot, which was a penetrating or glancing it, but didn't destroy it, that took off a whole point. So if you got immobilized, that was a whole point. If you got crew shaken, that was a whole point. But there was still a chance to just be blown. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It, glance, yeah. Glancing hit just took a whole point. Yeah. Penetrating hit, you rolled on the vehicle damage. Yeah. And took a. Yeah. There was a chance it just blew up. Like yeah. That last cannon shot had a chance. That power fist had a chance. Yeah. There is no way that one last cannon can kill a knight now. Also, I don't think there's any no way. way at all that a commissioner could have fucked up a titan because he'd go to strength 6 unless they had front armour 12 maybe if it was the rear armour it's rear armour because you always strike rear armour Warhound Titan had like rear armour 11 or something really? yeah it's wow. rear armour not good wow in that case yeah they could fuck up but it had 3 structure points anyway we're getting yeah sorry yeah <laughs> <laughs> the nostalgia okay. the nostalgia of things we didn't own things we didn't own but they looked bloody cool they fucking did anyway so and knights will wreck most lists fairly easily. You then sort of look at a more competitive environment. I think knights will do okay. Um, there was an interesting moment when I was trying to look at Hellfriends and the viability of them. I was like, oh, they could make a pretty good list of all of their own. Till I then realised, okay, their matchups are basically the same as knights when it comes to how good they are. Knights probably do a bit better than most of them than Hellfriends do. And what's more importantly is against knights. Knights will fuck up Hellfriends in an instant. <laughs> Sorry, random aside. Yeah. And the other thing is, again, the way that I see you beating knights is you list tailor because you know you're facing knights. However, list tailoring versus any list means that you beat it. Yeah, ideally. I mean, hope so. and w- w- hold on, but would you like to go through the idea you had for well, how to defeat a knight army and possibly defeat any army I, in the game? Yes. This is the winning strategy, guys. I, I have no idea how to beat it. If you know how to beat oh, it, yeah, this- honestly. You will be hailed as a genius. Because we, back on the Monday, uh, after the Codex came out, it was that Monday where we basically... Codex Imperial Knights. Codex Imperial Knights. We just went, how do you beat knights? We both sort of went away and tried to come up with theories of how to beat a knight army. And there are a couple of options that you think, okay, maybe you can try and do a lot of um, smite spam, that kind of thing. Just lay on the mortal wounds. And you go, mm, can work. Burst problems being very expensive, this, that, the other. Maybe bloodletter spam, but bloodletter's also not that good against them because of toughness eight, as we've covered. And then I sort of went, well, if the most effective strengths, most cost-effective strengths versus knights are going to be uh, 1, 5, 9, and 16. Because that's where you get your 6+, plus, your 5+, plus, your 3+, plus, your 2+. Plus. Anything more than that between like 1 and 5, so 2, 3, and 4, is just wasted points as it were that's why space marines are so especially bad against knights when it comes yeah. to just bolt the fire and grots suddenly become amazing 
Weirdly, yes. Yeah, because half their shots hit, six of their shots wound. And they're, they're so cheap. They're so cheap, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just, okay, why aren't we just running a lot of Tau? Because Tau have strength five everywhere. And you then do the maths, and okay, so when it comes to fire warriors shooting at knights, how many shots uh, does it take to cause a wound? And it's 18. So that's significantly less than 27 space marines. Uh, Tau costs nearly half the dip of a space marine. So you're getting nearly double the amount of Tau for the amount of space marines you'd get. So you, you can spam these guys. You can get like nearly... You can sort of get like near 280, but you want to get a bit less because you want to get a few other chaps in there to just spam the shots out. And then you sort of take into account things like they, they have one sept which buffs the range by six inches, and if you take the... Pathfinder teams with the special kind of drone that buffs the range by a further 6 inches, maximum range of their guns becomes 42 inches, meaning rapid fire of 21. Why the rapid fire is important, if you take the fire card for Chappie, he causes every model, oh sorry, every unit within 6 inches of him to fire an extra shot when within rapid fire range. So if you have, let's say for argument's sake, 250 of these guys in 5-man squads to minimise the damage knights can do, so if there were, say, four Crusaders causing 40 wounds a turn to these guys, it would leave you with 210. If you can get to rapid-fire range, you're still chucking out 630 shots. Yeah, and here's the thing. Like, Tau are super efficient for Strength 5. Yeah. Like, their Fire Warriors is so cheap. Strength it's 5 is so cheap. good. Yeah. Strength 5 is, like, the absolute gravy town this also, edition. Very minor point, but the they're having a 4-plus save rather than a 5-plus does matter against things like the... Uh, Auto cannon, the Gatling cannon, because it's AP minus two. Yeah, but okay, just just, just oh, forget knights for yeah, a minute. Forget knights for yeah. a minute. If you take two hundred and fifty tau, yeah, which you can do, and some leaders, and some leaders under two thousand points, you can do yeah. that. You, you can split even... them into five man squads. Yep. So any shooting you do from any unit, so you think, oh, Gorkonaut, that's three d six shots. Uh, you know, Necron Warrior Squad, that could be forty shots. Yep. Death marks the real muchachos. That could be 40 shots again. Yeah. Max you can do is kill five. Unless... Well, actually, no, because you can split five. You can fire split five in this edition, yeah. But okay. But it means that things like, say, the Conflagration Cannon, which is yeah. 3d6 shots on a target, that's just going to grossly overkill. It also means that um, anything like morale damage doesn't apply. Um, it also means that you can, depending on how you lay these guys out, it may be very hard to get an assault on multiple units. So you can just sort of get a charge off. Maybe you get two or three, say. You get a really good charge, you get three units engaged in combat. Those three step back. All the other Tau have rapid-fire range on this, yeah. and they will annihilate it. Plus they have uh, For the Greater Good, which is the yep. one where if you charge one of their units, every unit within six, which is going to just be... It's only they get to do that um, once per... Basically, if, if a unit participates in this Overwatch, which isn't the original target of the charge... They then can't do another Overwatch that turn, but it's yeah, still but fantastic. It's still fantastic. Yeah. I think the real thing that defeats the strategy is somebody actually owning two hundred and fifty yeah, th- tau. This, this is the only thing we could think to counter like this many <laughs> tau is just the sheer monetary cost yeah. and the annoyance it would cause transporting it from table to table. So here's the thing, guys: if you see a guy in your local gaming shop that plays tau and he has like three army battle cases of, if not five, for all these tau, <laughs> don't. Do not don't go challenge him. him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, don't challenge him. I can't think of how to beat it. It's so many strength five shots. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Like rapid fire. If you go for close combat, you're just dead. If yeah. you stand back, you're just dead. 
Yeah. Strength five it, in such it's high so volume. It's so effective against so many different targets. Yeah. Um, you can argue there's different ways you want to try and optimize it. Like if you want to try and hide the leaders by getting some most likely ghost kills near the front. Put some ghost kills with shield generators and have quite a few drones next to them. Yeah, they'll reduce the amount of fire warriors you have, but it means that they can't just then pick off your leader because you'll have nine invincible ghost kills at the front. Okay. Which so also, by the way, the ghost kills act as fantastic bait. Just, just saying. Okay. If, if you have problems getting them into rapid fire range, they'll go ghost kills. If I get close, they'll lose their uh, minus one to hit, minus two to hit, which way they'll be them in rapid fire range. They get fucked up. Okay. That that longest story aside, yeah. basically, in summation, in summation, knights are bonkers. Knights are absolutely bonkers. Toughness eight is pretty bonkers. In of itself. Yeah. Like, I don't think the Games Workshop Design Studio really thought about Toughness 8, really. I, because it gets ridiculous. Yeah. Like, unless you are tailoring to beat Toughness 8, or 23 LAS cannons per turn. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Knights of Bonkers, but also Tau. Tau are very much complaining about their codex and saying yeah. how terrible they are. Well, less they, so now. They've, they've, they've slowly come to terms with They've it, wind uh, down, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> but at the time when it came out, there was... Many a many a tear being cried for the yeah. Tau Codex. But the funny thing is, is the thing that I see reliably beating Tau, Necrons. Again, <laughs> Necrons are just that <laughs> weird kind of... They're in a very weird position in the meta, where Necrons aren't top tier, but like, they have the potential to beat everyone. They have the potential to beat everyone. I don't think anyone sort of specs against them either. Because Nobody's expecting Necrons. Yeah. Nobody's expecting them. That's and good. I think they're they're good boys. They are. Also, very briefly, people bitching about the Tau. Uh, Tau Fire Warriors, point for point, beat Space Marines in shooting. Everyone's saying, oh, the Tau should have a 3 plus to hit. No! No, they should Good God, no! Yeah. They would be unbeatable. They would be... And By the way, that, that drifts onto <laughs> another side rant I have, which is people complaining about the base stats of units. Like, yeah. Orcs have been bumped from 3 to 4, right? With their strength. Yeah. Uh, I'm an orc player. I'm an orc collector. Yep. So I should be a fan of that, but I'm also kind of like orcs are strength three. Yeah. Though. No, I I look at it and go, that was the sort of defining point of the army. Yeah, strength three, toughness four. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, it, it kind of like when they changed the necron armor say from three plus to four plus, I was like, yeah, okay, balance, but so I, they I, are I, no, adamantium I, I bodies. I guarantee you, when it comes to the orc one, it was not a matter of balance. No, it, it was it was to make it easier. No, it was to do with furious charge. Because Furious Charge used to charge, get plus one strength. Furious Charge doesn't exist because there are no universal that, special rules true. anymore. Except for, thing, except for universal keywords. They exist. Yeah, why do we have these? Anyway, Necrons. <laughs> Necrons. Necrons, we're finally there. Yeah, it took us a little bit. Anyway, so we just done the Tomb Blades. The funniest unit other than <laughs> Blade Ones. Because that, they're so ridiculous and poorly written. That, that's the other reason why this codex is amazing. Comedy value. Sheer it's, comedy value. It's it's a mix of quality and absolute bizarre <laughs> shite. Like, just like, what the fuck is this? Like, they've got a portal the size of a man's anus that shoots light from it. Why Why, why do we have this? Who like, made this? Yeah, who is making this? Like, staffs of light, that's all they are. They're just portals the size of a man's anus on a stick. Yeah. Very specifically, the size of a, a man's, man's anus. anus. Which is a strange measurement, because... Men didn't exist then. It's just lined up perfectly. <laughs> it just like, seemed right. Yeah. <laughs> Stars were right. <laughs> yeah, Oregon's grand design. <laughs> Based on men. The arsehole. 
perfect in every dimension. <laughs> Fourth dimension. Anyway. Uh, By the way, guys, I have... <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, you <laughs> should be. <laughs> it was funny to me. Guys, I have hay fever. So if you can hear me wheezing and dying and maybe getting shot in the leg at some point <laughs> by unknown forces, <laughs> maybe death marks, I can say. Yeah, please, please forgive me. That would frazzle your brain, though, with their mind bullets. No, it would dazzle my brain with their mind bullets. Maybe that's what happens whenever we get on topic. As there's a death mark hidden somewhere in an oblet that goes, they get it on topic again. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> and the monkeys! Buttholes. The monkeys and the buttholes! Sounds like a musical, doesn't it? <laughs> Does the it? monkeys and the buttholes! This is why you should not write musicals. I should not. It hasn't stopped me yet. <laughs> it hasn't. Nor has it stopped your investors, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah. Lucrative business. <laughs> the monkeys and the buttholes. <laughs> okay, that is actually quite a good name for bad. It is, it's not bad, is it? It's not really bad. Not. It, I could see it as a pirate shanty. The monkeys and the buttholes. <laughs> yeah. Destroyers. Yeah, we while, while we're on the topic, destroyers. Yes. So, Have we not done destroyers? I feel like we've no, drifted over we, Lord okay, Destroyers. We've, yeah, destroyer lords. We've covered destroyer a lot, basically, of destroyers. So this will make our job a little bit easier. here. The angsty teenage yep. bullet for my valentine. I'm not coming over there. You're coming over here, boys. What does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> but they're, they're angsty. They hate everything. They're very angsty. They fucking hate the world. They do. Movement 10 inches, WS3+, plus BS3+, plus Strength 4, Toughness 5. Wounds 3, Attacks 2, Leadership 10, Save 3+. plus. Unit contains one destroyer. Juan. Can contain up to additional five destroyers, or five additional destroyers, as some would say. Yeah. If it contains at least three models, a heavy destroyer can take the place of a destroyer. We'll cover heavy destroyers in a second, because they have a, their own unit entry coming up next. Yeah, it's right next to it. Yeah, so we are not going into that now. Each destroyer is armed with a gorse cannon. 24-inch range, heavy 3, strength 6, AP-3, D3. You mean damage 3, not damage D3. Damage D3. Damage D3. Damage D3. Okay, alright. Okay. I was right. Anyway, this gun is silly. It's very silly. That is silly. Before we even get into anything else, (laughs) it's very silly. Yeah. Destroyers... Uh, really good. They they they're are really very good because they not only are they just amazing at wrecking space marine equal- space marine quality units and below, like infantry, armored infantry. These guys Primaris. are really good. Yeah, Primaris. Primaris are absolutely punished by these guys. Terminators are as well because basically Terminators are five plus in run. Yeah, so, true. So you're minus true. you're minus three to their two plus. Yeah, plus they're five plus anyway, and it does D three damage. Wounding on threes. It's minus three. It's minus three. It's AP minus three, yeah. Holy shit, I thought it was AP minus two. I've no. done like all my mental mass on AP no, minus no, two. This, Holy shit. This gun is crazy. That blew the balls off of it. <laughs> yes, it did. The balls off the I door. think it used to be strength five, AP minus two in the index, and then buffed it because they went, destroyers are cool. Yeah, just shove some numbers on. Yeah, and the numbers are now make it broken. Because not only are they amazing at pinging off, as we just covered with the Terminators, any infantry basically. They're also really good. Well, they're not really good, but they're not bad at pinging vehicles. Yeah, not bad. In a pinch, yeah, you can they, use They'll them. throw out a lot of shots, some of which will wound, and they'll do D3 damage a shot. I think they're also really, really nice for their points. 
Like that's the main thing. Like their guns they're, are great. Their their profile they're is great. a little bit pricey per destroyer, but they're so good. Because also just to round off the unit yep. description here, we have reanimation protocols, which is great because they have three wounds and they stand up with the full wounds when they reanimate. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yep. You can reroll hit rolls of one for this unit thanks to hardwired hatred. And <laughs> that does sound like a band as well. Th- that's actually hatred. a really good band name. Yeah, that is a good band name. They also, and they're just jamming out to this while they hate everyone. That's it. That's that's the band they all ascribe to. Hardwired hatred. It's it's not them hating anything. It's them listening to their iPods, oh, which existed. Back I was mistaken. How long ago? Uh, and they also have Repulsor Platform, which is not a band. We're I'm afraid to say. <laughs> Repulsor Platform. That would be pretty it's, cool if that was like a dystopian, like weird flashing lights synthwave. Yeah. yeah. Okay, maybe it could work. Damn right. <laughs> Maybe whoever wrote this codex just had a bunch of really cool band names but no musical talent. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe they went, what, what's the next logical step writing Eating. the Necron Codex? Apparently, yeah. So the, the repulsive platform means they can move and fire heavy weapons without suffering the penalty to hit rolls. Yeah, and this is another weird thing, because isn't their gun exclusive to them? Yes, there's no reason to make it heavy three. Could, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Could, Couldn't we just ignore could, heavy three? Could, well, just... what, what else? Because uh, you can't call it rapid fire. Have we have we had a ra- rapid fire three? That'd be cool. Yeah. Have we had a rapid fire two gun yet? Yes. Yeah, yeah. there are rapid fire two and oh. stuff. Yeah. Where are they? I think rapid fire two is the combi bolter. Really? Yeah. So it's four shots. Which the uh, chaos version always used to be four. Yep. And the space marine version used to be two, but at any distance. Whereas the chaos one was two, and then close range rapid fire, it'd be four shots. When was that? By fifth, sixth, and seventh, I think. I don't think so. Cause I'm th- I think we played it wrong. <laughs> no, because I'm thinking of the Reaper auto cannon versus auto cannons, where the Space Marine auto cannon was four shots hitting on three pluses. With the no, that's ca- the Reaper. Whereas the Chaos one was the Reaper auto cannon, which was a twin linked auto cannon which fired two shots. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. you're thinking of the assault cannon, not the yeah. Oh yeah, the assault cannon versus the Reaper auto cannon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which was very much bullshit. Yeah, it was very much Space Marines have better guns because they're better. Yeah. Fuck you, we had demon weapons and we fucked them up. Anyway. <laughs> So you couldn't have it rapid fire. Having it be assault leaves their potential for it to be slightly broken by making them be able to move even further. I'll give it pistol. <laughs> yes, that that would be the safest option for assault. it. Assault. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. What if it was an assault weapon or pistol? No, it would make a lot of sense if it was a pistol. I don't know how you'd be in close combat with these guys. Just to put it out there. for fun. If we're talking sense, <laughs> they fly. Fun. Yep. I don't know how you assault that. I think the destroyers have to choose to engage you. And apparently they choose to engage whoever the fuck gets near them. They hate them. That's they true. They really hate don't them. Don't know why they don't just shoot them from a distance. Or up close, because they got pistols. <laughs> or up close, because they are, they are just their forearms. Yeah, okay, I would maybe assault, though. Like, assault three? Yeah, I, mean, but I, but I, I know they, that's they, buffing they move them. And, yeah. But they are flying gun bots. I don't think they need the buff. Like, this is a weird time... Well, I think they've thought about the balance by accident. Either that, or these were how the rules worked beforehand. Yeah. And yeah. they've just carried it over. That seems a lot more likely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they also have fly. And they can be affected by dynasty traits. Yep, fly is nice because, again, if you do get caught out by an assault, you can just fly away yep. and shoot. Yep, which they're going to do. They're going to do it well. Yep, reanimation yep. protocols. Uh, is it five guys you can take or six? You can have six. You can have up to six, okay. So, hold on, that's a potential of like 18 shots, 12 of which will hit. 
against Space Marines is going to be 8 wounds with a 6 plus save. Yeah, that's pretty darn good. Yeah. Pretty darn horrific. Yeah. And aren't there stratagems which also buff them? There is. There's one in particular. I think we should mention this now because it's yeah, pattern. I, I I don't even know if I'm going to get around to the stratagems. Like, by, by the time we get there... Where is it? It's on the second page. Cosmic Pattern, Dimensional Corridor. No? No? That, no, that's that's the... Oh, God, that's, that's not it. Look, look, hang on. <laughs> Say something. Like I, I'm trying to read... So the monkeys Help. and the mud holes. Oh, for fucks. Now, hold on, hold on. Now, think of this, right? <laughs> Fog machines, right? Is this, is this Floodlights. The... We're on the stage Extermination now. protocols. Hold on, hold on. No, I'm, wait, say, I'm setting the scene. I'm setting the scene. For the destroyers or the description of the stratagem. No, the monkeys and the mud holes. <laughs> All right. You're sitting in the audience. Maybe there's 50 beautiful people around you. I don't know what's happening. Which way the music starts, the monkeys then walk out, shortly followed by the buttholes. No. <laughs> No, these guys... The stage has got fog lights, there's floodlights, suddenly a massive fucking laser show. It's just going everywhere, like... German technic music is blaring. Pirate ship steams out on wheels right into the centre of the stage. On the side of it is written, The Monkeys in the Buttholes. Was that the entire show? <laughs> the entire <laughs> show. 50 pounds a ticket. Come on in. Still better price than Games Workshop. Is it? I don't know. Right, I bought a Gorgonaut. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've already spent eight hours just building it. Yep. I, I have to paint it still, and then at some point maybe play with it. I don't know. <laughs> okay, what's Exter- the strategy? Extermination protocols. Cost a command point. Singular. Using the strategy when you're shooting face or shooting with a destroyer lord, a unit of destroyers, or units of heavy destroyers from your army, re-roll failed hit and wound rolls for that unit till the end of the phase. That makes them broken. It makes them very, very strong. Whatever infantry they're shooting at will die. So, okay. Counterpoint. Heavy destroyers. Yep. Because we will get to them in a second. Yeah, like all of a second, hopefully. Okay. Heavy destroyers, spoiler, better versus vehicles, right? Shocking. What happens if you put that on the heavy destroyers? Is that better than using on the destroyers versus, like, light tanks, say? Say toughness 7. Well, toughness 8, it doesn't matter, actually. It doesn't well, make a difference because they're strength 6. The thing is, though, is the heavy destroyers only have one shot each. And but, the maximum you can have in a unit is uh, 3. Yeah, so it's only 3 shots. Yeah, which only benefits one of them, statistically. Yeah. Like, your yeah, value for... For what you pay. Yeah. yeah, it's probably best just to put on destroyers. Well, I'm not even sure that you want to go for heavy destroyers. Like... There's better vehicle hunting options, and if you want destroyers, get normal destroyers. In which case, should we just do the heavy destroyer profile? Yeah, are we, we're are we just, done with the destroyer. Like we are, like we've covered the law another time, where they're basically the emoest boys that ever emoed. Yeah, or Boyd for that. Matter. I, th- I think they should all be modelled with emo fringes. Ideally, yes. Heavy destroyers <laughs> are exactly the same. Just they've replaced their arm with a really shitty kit from Games Workshop. Yeah, this this is another thing. Destroyers, heavy destroyers, destroyer lord. All need a new kit. They, they, okay. They all need new models. Yeah. And the kits they use to upgrade a regular destroyer. Because you buy a destroyer, you have to buy an upgrade kit to make it a heavy destroyer or a destroyer lord. Which is gross. Both, yeah, it's gross. It's expensive, and both of those kits are shit. Like, I think even their store page shows the like gun barrel being stupidly warped. Yeah, like these guys get bent. These guys get broken. They're on flying bases as well. Like they're the ultimate flimsy model because you yeah. used to have some destroyers. I yeah, I and I like think three. I personally broke two of them. Yeah, I I 
by accident. By accident. I don't think he was angry about it. Like it's just, it's just going to happen. I think it was something like the edge of my book touched one of their guns, and then the flying base just snapped. Yeah, that sounds, like, that well, sounds that's, about right. <laughs> like ridiculously brittle. Like, I think the flying bases have got better since that, that oh, yeah. age. Because back, flying back bases, in that age, they were just the most. It was awful. But I think if anyone was using destroyers back then, they'd given up and just laid them on the ground. Yeah, that's what we ended up doing. Like with my land speeders as well. It's like, fuck it, it's just on the ground. (laughs) That's how it flies. Well, they had to improve the uh, the flying bases because Tau got them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But here's here's a counterpoint for you, Al. Do you have to touch your temple as you do that? I did because I'm beaming it into your mind. (laughs) You're then talking it at me. (laughs) Am I? Or is that in your mind? Think about that. Well, they're listening to the podcast... Either a, but it might be in their either, mind. Either A, they're lying, or B, you're a lot more powerful than we first thought. You can't possibly comprehend my powers. They're not existing. <laughs> I can't possibly hope to comprehend. Charles. Anyway. That was not what I was doing, but go on. I thought it was. You have a language with powers you can't possibly hope to comprehend. Yeah, that's uh, Magneto. Oh. Isn't it? No, it's... I'm not sure what's from my door. Stop Magneto. I w- no, no, no. It's 100%... Because in the X-Men, it's to do with when he confronts the president or, like, the politician man. Is it? Hang on. Yeah, and he's like, I'm anti-mutant. Like, you're meddling with... Okay, here comes Alan's yep. fucking mechanical keyboard again. Meddling with powers you can't possibly hope to comprehend. Type X-Men as well. Oh, well, look at that. It's Indiana Jones. It, it is. Yeah, look now, at that. Now try X-Men. Now try X-Men. Really? Yeah, I want to know. That's X X Men. <laughs> I was about to be an X Con. <laughs> X X Men. <laughs> C is next to the X. It's, Come on, it's baby. It's showing up nothing. Come on, baby. It's showing up nothing. It's just showing up it's more. It's just Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Okay, I take it back. It's Indiana Jones. My yeah. original point. It's going to be so stupid now. Two spiders have legs. <laughs> Ego, they fly. Land speeders, no legs. Therefore, they fly on the ground. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's. It was my old thing. I'm glad we had the diversion. Destroyers, they didn't have uh, legs as well. The so heavy destroyers are exactly the same. The only difference is the gun. Yeah. And you can only have three in a squad, which makes the reanimation protocols less valuable. Um, and the gun is heavy gorse cannon, which is 36 inch range, heavy one, strength nine, AP minus four, D6 damage. Basically, last cannon. Half range last cannon. Yeah, that's true, actually. Wait, what's the range? 36. Yeah, right. Last cannon's 48. Always has been. Yep. It was Not auto, auto cannons are 72. You've been out of this. Game yeah, sorry. For so yeah, no, sorry. I'm thinking of the fucking battle cannon, aren't I? Yeah, battle cannon seventy yeah. two. Why yeah. the battle cannon? That's a weird one. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking about a tyrannid bio. Well, you know, wars. remember, like so the best weapons back in the old days were las cannons and battle cannons, because battle yeah. cannons just removed squads. Yeah, it's true. It was strength eight, AP minus three. That meant like no armor save. Sorry, AP three, which AP3. meant no armor save if you're at a three plus and above. And instant death. Get shattered. Gar, they were. Get shattered. You were shattered from a height by those things. And defilers had them. Gar. Gar. Still do. Right. Still do. Here's the thing. Heavy destroyers, I feel like in the index, when regular destroyers were three shots of strength five, AP minus two, D3 damage. Yes. Yeah. Still D3. Okay. Yeah. I feel like then it was a real decision of, uh, maybe I do want the last cannon version. Maybe. 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 I still think the strength five was better. However, strength six, AP minus three, just auto take. Yeah, auto take. Like if you take a unit of destroyers, I don't think you lose anything in this game. They are, they are quite expensive if you have a fully kitted out kit, uh, sorry, fully kitted out squad. But it's more than a riptide. It's more than a riptide. But I think their shooting is slightly more dangerous. Slightly. Yes, it is. Very very slightly. 
However, the Riptide is like a quite a chunk also, cheaper. It's, it's like one of the only like Tau models as a three plus because like to shoot three. Uh, yeah, BS3 everything plus. else like battles, even the Ghost Kill, even the Storm Surge. The dedicated weapons platform has a four plus to hit, and they went. Now we want the Riptide to be a three plus because we really like that model. Honestly, guys, if you had a time machine, what I would use my time machine to do is go back in time, take the blueprints for the Tau fucking Riptide, and yep. wipe my ass with it. I fucking hate the model. I fucking hate the rules. I fucking hate the fact that everyone spams it if you're yep. Tau. On the, the, it's, it's just the one thing you can just spam reliably. Uh, other than Fire Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> Fire Warriors, scary, it turns out. Okay. Yeah. But going back to Destroyers. Yep. Again, uh, new beta rules. Three data sheet copy max, which means you can take three units of Destroyers maximum. Yep. yep. I doubt you want to take more than three so i think this doesn't hurt them no but like, they're a great unit but i'm not sure i'd take three well again they can be a bubble wrap unit though for like katan they'd be a fantastic um, bubble wrap unit for katan i don't think it's better than wraiths because wraiths are just tankier but if you want to have more damage if you want to trade out tankiness for damage you throw in some destroyers well i would i would trade sorry not trade i would take uh wraiths and destroyers yeah i don't think i'd maximum maximum on uh either yeah, but don't you want to just cram as many Catan in there as possible? Oh yeah, Catan. Fill your, fill your cheekbones. Yeah, but like but, five Catan is quite costly. Okay. What's, I'm sorry, what's that got to do with it? I was going to say, you haven't got much left over. Anyway, anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying take three units of each. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying take some destroyers, yeah, take fair some wraiths. Fair enough. Like, I, I don't think... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty good. They're pretty They're, darn good. Base destroyer's pretty good. Heavy destroyer's pretty bad. Is it? What's his dip like? I don't it, know it's, it's dip. It's dips a bit more than a regular destroyer. Okay, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. Categorically, there's a lot of units currently floating around where you just take like, one variant. Three of them is... And you have to pay for an upgrade kit, which takes each yeah. destroyer to like near 30 quid or something crazy? Probably somewhere like 25. 20, Even still, 25 yeah. for one model. Also, okay, three heavy destroyers is a little teeny bit less than a Doomsday Arc. And Doomsday Arcs are just so much better for that job. Yeah, true, yeah. true. Anyway, the next unit is the Battlesuit Award for the fucking coolest model, most pointlessly overpriced. Okay. What Canoptic are we Spider. At? Oh, yeah. The, the model for this is gorgeous. I love the model. The model is amazing. It's actually one of the reasons why I started collecting Necrons, because I went, holy shit, that model's fucking cool. It is such a sexy model. And it, such a sexy model. So well designed, and... They're really cool as well. They yeah. really epitomise uh, Necrons for me. For like, me personally. It, it was a great update to the old Tomb Spider. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Like, like, they kept a lot of the characteristics, yeah, like, but just updated it, yeah, which was great. Yeah, a fantastic job with it. Like, without also then going, it's just an Egyptian thing. Like, no, it's, they've made their own thing. Here. Yeah, a techno. Great work. Techno boy. Great fucking work, and it's terrible in the rules. <laughs> which really makes me sad, because I'd love to see... Some tomb spiders, like, yeah, do they no longer have any synergy with anything? Like, no, really. <laughs> like, okay. if you look at the store page, the storage page goes, Ah, yes, if you have three of them in a squad, then they can actually align their minds and they form a greater combination of minds to make an even smarter, super smart hive mind of one of them. I didn't even know that they were smart, I just thought they were like mindless drones, basically, yes. All this right this was saying they put their computing power together to make a super smart thing and basically buff the unit. Oh, I seem to remember that. And like, you don't know which one is the real. I don't mind. know. Yeah, exactly. I, basically, they, that is still on the store page. 
that is not at all reflected in the rules. Yep, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. So they move six inches a turn, slightly faster than yep. regular boys. They hit on a four plus in close combat. The BS is a four plus. Strength six, toughness six, wounds four, attacks four, leadership ten, save three plus. So initially, what are your thoughts on that? That's not a bad stat line. It's not a bad stat it's line. It's not bad. But they have... Like, depending on how many, how many points they are, you know. They're, they're quite some points. I think if they moved faster with that profile, I don't know anything else here. Yeah. If they move faster with that profile, they pretty move, darn nice. If they move faster, I reckon they could be quite nice distraction card effects because they just have that scare effect of scary model moving quick and just yeah. quite big. Um, they're armed with a particle beamer. Okay. Oh, sorry, they can be armed with a particle... Okay, yeah, sorry. They can take either Fabricator Claw Array, which we'll get to, a Gloom Prism, which we'll get to, and it may take two particle beamers. So I think you can have all of these. Okay, those, those guns sound great, discos. Particle beamer, 24-inch range, Assault 3, Strength 6, AP0, D1. So you can have two of them hitting on four pluses, so you're going to get three hits. Yeah. Which, against Guard, you get two and a bit wounds. Yep. Against Space Marines, you get to get two wounds. You get less than a wound against a Space Marine squad. You get like a wound and a half, wound and point eight, whatever. Versus Guard with the shooting from this. Yeah, that's not great. Yep. Their claws, they have automaton claws. Right. Strength user AP minus two D three. So they are a little bit scary in close combat, except they only have four attacks hitting on four pluses. Even still. I think it's not sounding terrible, depending on the points. Because as an anti-flanker like flanker unit, think like land speeders. Say I have a land speeder flying down the flank. If this thing was faster, yeah, I could then go out and engage it and perhaps do some damage but to Strength 6, D3 There's so damage. many better options than Necron Codex if you want to do that, though. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. That's the other thing. Not only is it overcosted, any job you'd want it to do, there's three or four units that do that job better. See, so much better. It used to be like uh, a buffer for scarabs, didn't it? Like in fourth it, edition, not so much in. It was in fourth. In it, fourth it was like I, the the mothership for yeah, the scarabs. In fourth, I think basically. it could just spawn scarabs. Yeah, it, wasn't it like D three scarab swarms a turn were so. spawned by it. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy, and it could repair vehicles. It can kind of do that now, but not as well. Okay. Okay, so the fabricator claw ray that I mentioned just now. Okay, talk is going there's, there's, if you can hear that, there's like a, a dog saw going off. You know when you hear like timber saws, like there's like that with dogs. Yeah, it's like half a dozen at least, <laughs> maybe a dozen. There's a flock of them. Yeah, there may be a flock of wild. And they know dogs. how to fly planes. No, been huffing the glue. I say. I'm always huffing the glue. I'm not saying that you should do it. I'm not advocating huffing the glue. Just saying if those fumes happen to get up in there while half you're away. doing something, <laughs> half away. Fabricator claw, right? (laughs) 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 Fucking dogs. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that either. That is definitely not advocated. Fabricator claw, right? At the end of your movement phase, a model equipped with a fabricator claw, right? Say that five times while drunk. I dare you. I don't think I can do it sober. (laughs) Give it a whirl. It's difficult. (laughs) Fabricator claw array. There you go. (laughs) They have to say it every time. Your opponent is going to think that you've got some sort of reading disability. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) This is my team's right. It has a 
fabricator claw array. <laughs> Either that. We were very determined supervillain in the making. Yeah. Or killer. <laughs> killer in the making. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My fabricator claw array. <laughs> they know you're not killer in the making because you're not collecting Tau. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, Tau, tau means that you might be into a bit of molestation. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Eldar. <laughs> definitely the Eldar. If you're offended by that, just imagine it's the Dark Eldar. There you go. go. Because canonically speaking, they probably fuck kids. I'm not standing by that. That's your own own take on it. (laughs) Look, they always say it's a a wretched hive of scum and villainy where the scummiest villainy I don't think there's any children in 40k. To be fair, there's no children in 40k. Mercifully, there is no children in 40k. It's never like Exterminatus, there were six million children. Jesus. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we're here for Grimdark, not... Not, Not that. that. That's just sad. And yeah. So yeah. Dark Eldar. No. None of that. <laughs> yeah, none no. of that. Sorry, you're just... the one who brought this up. <laughs> yeah, I'm like lightly dancing on nipple clamps, but I'm what? Like, no. Just... First of all, what the fuck does that even mean? Second of all, <laughs> you you accuse the tower collectors of being kiddie fiddlers. <laughs> no, I accuse the tower of being kiddie fiddlers. Oh. I don't know. The collectors. I'm sure they're decent people. Yeah. But fuck you for playing tower. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean that in a nice way, in a friendly way, like, ah, oh, come yeah. on, fuck you. Fuck Basi- off with that shit. <laughs> Basically, he's, he's had to play against a lot of 7th edition Riptides. I've played against so much fucking 7th edition Tower that it wasn't even funny. It wasn't even fun. It was just, hey, I put up my army for you to knock down. They they caused the entire timeline to be rebooted. Did you just almost say rebooted? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That would have been too fucking good. God. Yeah, we 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 on the reboot. The oh. rebootman. Yeah, the reboot. Rebootman Gallop. Anyway. Yeah, what are we talking about? Scarabs. Fabricator claw array. <laughs> Exterminate. <laughs> and the thing is, is anyone that uses this from now on yeah. that's listened to this will have to say Yeah, this means there'll be four people in this world deeply affected by saying fabricator claw array that no one else will understand. That is one hundred percent a win. Yeah, that's a win for us. It's 100% so a win. Whenever, whenever you Necron players at home see that fabricator claw array <laughs> you too array. you too will be struck by this affliction. What does it even do? What is I, it doing? I, at the end of your movement phase, a model equipped with a fabricator claw array can repair a single dynasty vehicle model within one inch. That model regains D3 wounds lost earlier in the battle. A model can only be repaired once per turn. Okay. So you can't even spam them. You can't even have a team of them. So when you can have up to two additional ones in a unit... It's just wasted, basically. It's a massive waste. Also, by the way, all the upgrades are expensive. Okay, just going to say it now as well. Yeah. The repair mechanic in 40k, I see a lot of people trying to take tech priests and stuff, and they're like, oh, but he can repair my knight. He can repair D3 wounds. No. You're very no. You're very condemnatory to people you disagree with. I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, anyone... <laughs> They're that idiots, re- so they should know better. No, the repair mechanic is a bunch of cock. It is a bunch of cock. I don't think it is a bunch of cock. It really I is. I think it's a flawed system. I it's don't a think bunch it's, of cock. I don't cock. think it's a bundle of dick. <laughs> That's what I do. The fucking... A bundle of dick. <laughs> no. But you know, like, the FAQs, the erratas, erratas, <laughs> erratas <laughs> that they put online? Yep. I would just go on that, and then like they have like the black text, which is the rule, and then like a pink bit, which is the uh, the errata. Is it okay? I would just put repair mechanic. <laughs> it's a load of cock. It's a load of cock. It's a bundle Don't even of dick. touch it. It's a well, touch it if you want. But 
Anyway, repair mechanic. It's a trap. It's an absolute trap. And it's a load of cock on these guys. Don't try and do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Like, you, basically, you can do it, but it requires your Tomb Spider to be close to a vehicle. Yeah. And your vehicles, as the Necrons, are either speeding way the fuck off, way ahead, real quick, or they're sat way at the back. Which, If they're sat way at the back, you've bought a Tomb Spider to do nothing. Yeah. But sit at the back and repair the vehicle, which may not even be hurt. So well, the Tomb Spider may just be wasted that turn. Yeah. Because the guns are not long range at all. Yeah. And you're repairing on average two wounds. Like. Yeah. But combined with living metal, it yeah, is they have any, three, it's three wounds that it, they repair. Yeah, but they repair one wound anyway by themselves. Yeah, exactly. That's 50% of what the Tomb Spider does. For free. For free. For free. They have Gloom Prism. Well, they, they may have Gloom Prism. This thing sorry. sounds awesome, by the way. Gloom Prism. Model equipped with a Gloom Prism can gloom. attempt to deny one psychic power in each enemy's psychic phase in the same manner as a Psyker. Okay, that's cool. It is very cool. That it's is very cool. so fucking situational, though. Does it just suck their minds in? I don't know. All right. All right. I don't think they explain what it does. Oh, that's an absolute shame. Because yeah. that thing sounds awesome. And you I, could have no, some I, cool... I'll, I'll have a quick look. While you, what, what, but how about you... Maybe it's Blackstone. Could be Blackstone. It says Gloom. That's close to black. <laughs> I, it's, it is to me. I guess. I, I can't really argue that it is indeed to you. Quite okay, okay, I found the thing. Uh, not sent into any definition. Uh, hyper. Sorry. Yeah, they even have the mentioning of the combining hive mind to cause, and I quote, hyper efficiency. But it doesn't exist. Doesn't in exist the in the rules whatsoever. What a bizarre thing to include. An it, absolutely bizarre. It's because they couldn't be asked to write new law, and they couldn't be asked to write complicated rules. Yeah. Age like, of Sigma edition, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, but on the flip side, yeah, I do appreciate the fact that they wanted to get. Codex is out for eighth. However, but however, they've however, they've done it slowly and badly, and they've like thrown them out in a random order. And God, oh, God yeah, there's damn. there's been an absolute mismatch of codices. Like the Eldar was one of the first released, yep. right? And it is still pretty much top dog. Yeah, okay. Imperial Knights was the latest one to be released. Imperial Knights is pretty much top banana. Yeah, I, there's not much that can compete with that banana. That knight-sized banana, other than fire warrior spam. Again, if if you if yeah. you know a reliable way to kill knights, do tell us. We're fucking fascinated by it. Like this. Yeah, we are, we are just mass hammering like crazy. Like, just so much stuff. And the fact that knights normally have a damage six weapon, a melee weapon, if they do have one. Yeah. It means if you send any vehicle to try and kill the knight, say like a dreadnought, they'll fuck it up. Yeah, like the dreadnought might do a decent amount of wounds. Yeah. On average, normally not enough for the knight to care. Yeah, especially if they have Hawk Shroud. Yeah, then the knight just kills it. Yeah. By the way, Hawk Shroud is where you treat your wounds as double when you're uh, referring to the vehicle damage chart. Which, people have argued that you should go Mechanicus. They're wrong. You should only go Hawk Shroud, if you're, if you're doing this competitively. Yeah, it's because crazy. It's crazy Hawk strong. Shroud is crazy strong. Like People say Mechanicus because they have a stratagem where you pay a command point and one of your knights for that turn operates at full capacity when it comes to you know their characteristics. They, they operate at their top profile. Which you go, okay, that's all cool, and I guess you can get a different benefit that way. But these same people also said, oh, you should take the, um, the faction bonus, which means you can all wound on a six. Which means you get, like, what, four extra wounds? Yeah, per night. Per I mean, night, it's, it's not worth it. It's really not worth it, so... Just just trust us. They're flawed. Hawk Shroud is insane. It's faction-specific. Um, 
stratagem yeah. is also pretty fucking crazy. Let's let's put it this way. I think Imperial Knights are a great way to lose friends. That's why I've got two. That's why you've got two already. <laughs> I'm waiting with the Preceptor. That that one looks cool. It does look cool. I like credit to the knights, they're cool models. They are, yeah. And I like the idea of having to try and take down a, like a mini Titan. Yep. Like a load of guys, like you know, swinging from it with ropes and bombs and shit. You know, <laughs> I think the problem is that they, re- for you to get the um, faction-specific bonuses, you need to have three in, in a detachment, right? Which is where I think the problem stems from, because it means like I can't just have my two, which I currently have. I would have to get a third. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you can take one, but there's no command point benefit. So there's... I think most people, if they're going to take a knight, they will triple down on it. Yeah, there's no reason not to, and you're actively encouraged to. Yeah. So so the the codex itself pushes this, not even like min-maxing, just, uh, just spam knights. Yeah. Yeah. What does that have to do with Necrons? Where do we come from with that? I really don't know. I think it, we're talking about Codex Creep and how some things, yeah. Are, yeah, yeah, some yeah. things are redundant. Like the two spider, how they didn't even include the rules yeah. for this hive mind, which sounds like a cool thing. Which they have on the store page, they have in the code. The fact it's on the store page really pisses me off. Yeah. Because it is, at that point, blatant false advertising. I, I, no, steady. Steady. That's that's legal jargon. Let's stick to it's it making me sad. Sorry, is that what the podcast is to be? Us two sat down going, it make a misad for make a misad for an hour. To be yeah. fair, that's basically what we do. But different like, things. No, we, no, we we're use... arbiters, yeah. arbiters. Yeah, we do. We do praise things when they're worthy of being praised. And here's the thing: with two spiders as well. Yep. I feel like they were costed to a point where if they did have some sort of hive mind symbiosis going on, like depending on what that rule actually would yeah. turn out to be, yeah, that would then make sense of their cost. Yeah, but they then have their cost increase because they got another thing. No, no. What I'm saying is like, yeah, if, if, the cost, like... if the cost remained the same, but they had something else with them, then yeah. maybe the hive mind. Yeah, if they added the hive mind, like they're so fucking cool. They are really cool. I wish you could take them. I mean, yeah. I would say that these guys are just—they're not really even friendly competitive. No, I they're mean... not at all. Like, look, these the guys are so bad. Yeah. There's no way you should take them. I'd say they're like, they're ultra friendly mode. Like say, yeah, if, you say don't want, if you don't want to win, these guys no, no, no. are the way to throw points away. If you're introducing someone to Warhammer, I think this is a nice unit for you to field <laughs> because you're not just going to be like, oh, I'm going to stomp you. Like for I, example, Alan's got a friend who plays Space Marines. Yep. If this Space Marine player plays against Alan's Night Army. <laughs> Like, his first game, get uh, fucked on. Yeah. Like, and this is a big problem with knights. Like, if you go into a shop, yeah. and you just want to pick up games... The, the shop meta will be dominated by knights. Shop meta, 100%, because everyone loves knights. Knights are super, super popular. Yeah. Like, oh, man. You know, it, if I knew that there were more decent, like, semi-competitive players taking Necrons, taking Orcs, taking Tau, taking Eldar... Yeah. Yeah, even Space Marines. I'd even take Space Marines for flavour, because so much stuff is just like, oh, I take Primarchs and I spam them, and oh, I take Titans and I spam them. Not interested. <laughs> Get your fucking balls off of my hobby. <laughs> I'm in militant mode today. <laughs> yeah, fucking you are. militant mode. <laughs> Something is setting you right off. <laughs> Set me off like a fucking grenade. <laughs> I, I think it's just we've had the week of doing the maths on nights and going, this is crazy. This is crazy. Also, pickup games are going to be ridiculously difficult. So there's pickup games in 40k. 
I've been playing this wrong. <laughs> You've been playing chat-up games? My, what a nice army. Get in the car. <laughs> Surprisingly high success rate. <laughs> yeah. He won the tournament, but not conventionally. <laughs> scarab Hive. Beginning of your turn, you can roll the d6 for each dynasty canoptic scarab unit from your army that is below its starting number of models and within six of a friendly dynasty canoptic spider unit. So basically, if they're within range of another spider. On the roll of a one! Oh. One of those canoptic spiders units within six of the unit being rolled for suffers a mortal wound. That is just horrendously... On a, on a, <laughs> roll a one, the, the canoptic spider takes a mortal wound. It fucked up the repair badly. <laughs> but this is a fucking Necron. Like this yeah, is the they, genius of repairing. Yeah, they don't. They don't have mechanical faults. That's, <laughs> that's what they do. They were. They're so adept at building machinery. They had to build ghosts to fix them. Wait. Yeah. But here's the thing. Again. Yeah. This means he's like chopped his own leg off while yes. trying to repair. It. Like because remember, oh, one, one mortal wound is twenty five percent of these guys. Yeah, they, they really they, they harmed themselves yeah. there. God, they fuck that. <laughs> That's my keys making a break for freedom. <laughs> on a two plus... I'm going to move them. Uh, there they go. On, on a two plus, one of those uh, cloptic spiders within six inches of the unit being rolled for unleashes reinforcements. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. Was it storing them up? <laughs> Waiting. No. In the old days, they used to fabricate them. Nowadays, yeah. they're releasing the reinforcements. Is the is the canoptic arse spider arse just full of scabs? They only release on a two plus, otherwise they blow up. <laughs> or trying to release them, they scythe the limb off. <laughs> yeah. Okay, return the canoptic scab swarm to the depleted units in unit count. See more than one inch of enemy models. You can't do this if because you if you cannot do this because there's no room. Do not set it up. Okay, so you have a two plus chance to replenish. One model to a scarab swarm. Yeah, scarab swarms are dirt cheap, so you can have a bunch of them. So if you have casualties, you're going to be missing like three or four. So returning one doesn't do much. Second of all, there's a very large movement disparity between two. Oh, sorry, canoptic spiders, not tomb spiders, and scarabs. Scarabs new turn. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's within six. So turn one, you're still in range. Yeah, turn one, you're still in range. Turn then, two, you're fucked. Then you're fucked. And again, the scarab pipe, it does nothing. Like, if you get one a turn throughout the entire game for the scarabs... It's still not really worth. You get, like, maybe the cost of the spider back in scarabs, if you're lucky, which I don't think you do. Yeah. I may even just quickly have a peek at the actual well, dick actually, costs here. Over the course of a game, on average, you're also scything one of your own limbs off. Yeah, that's also nothing. <laughs> on average. Yeah, so you're losing 25% why, of your value right why there. Why is that even a result? Why do they have this D6 roll? Shouldn't it just repair? Like, I, I don't get why they include it. Yeah, we need we need an element of danger here. Also, there's no way you'd get your points back. Okay. I was looking at power points, and they lied so hard. If you just have a brief look at that, that cost right there for the spider. Yep. Yeah. And if you look at that, that brief cost for the scarabs... Okay. Yeah. yeah no. There's it's no just... way. Yeah. That's well, bef- no, that's before gear. That's five, before five turn game. No gear. You get your value back. With unless you chop a limb off. Unless you chop a limb off. Also, you got it back. Chop it. Chop it. Chop it. Chop it. And the scarabs are not the, the kind of place where you want to be getting your your points back. <laughs> like... I wish they just created them. Like they, they, they used fly. To. Yeah, they, they used to just like spawn D three swarms. 
I mean, here's the thing. Guys, if you agree with us, I think we should just house rule it. We should just make a Brothers Grim Dark official rule. We, I don't think we have the clout at this stage. I have the clout. I have the remedy. The poison, the miracle remedy. Correct. I do. Every turn, starting from turn one, yep. it spawns two scarab squaw- squaw- <laughs> squawks. Swarms. It spawns two squawks. Two squawks. Squawks! 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 Well, that's quite good, actually. Thank you. I... If I, ever I have a squawk unit, you may voice it. Thank you. I, for the for the official mod of Dawn of War 3, the overhaul. Yep, we've stepped up. We're now going to step into the realm of fixing Dawn of War 3 while we're here. I don't think that's possible. I I would just put... No, no, no. I'd just get Dawn of War 1 <laughs> and put a 3 on the end. <laughs> you boot up Dawn of War 3, it just leads to a menu saying, close the game and play Dawn of War. <laughs> just but, just yeah. close it. Yeah, Just, just, go, back, close it, just go back and play Dark Crusade. Yeah, they have Fly. Yay. 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 I'll tell you what, actually, that's really useful. If your enemy sets up an impenetrable wall of <laughs> scenery in front of you. <laughs> I guess, yes. If they buy enough of those buildings for the knights. Yeah. Also, okay, do you want to, do you want to tell yeah. your, like, your random thought you had to try and counter knights based on taking that building as an auxiliary force in an orc army? I can't remember it. You tell it. Okay. Basically, when we were reading through the Knight Codex, and there's one of their stratagems basically enables you to hit a higher level unit. Like, So if they're in a ruin on the second floor, knights can't attack them normally in close combat. But if you pay a command point, you can attack that floor, but you can't use Titanic Feet. The fact they thought of that is amazing. Like They usually don't have that level of clarity when they think of rules. It's absolutely crazy. But then they let Titanic Feet slide into the codex so it's like yeah you had yeah. clarity but for a moment then you jumped on the frogs of sparking madness and, <laughs> and shacked on the codex <laughs> basically yeah they didn't show on the codex they buffed it to infinity um okay they shout on everyone else they shout on everyone from else. a height from a height anyway so it's like okay so knights have real problems assaulting things that aren't on the ground floor because you have pair command point per night per round to have an assault going off to which point henry went hang on if i take a bunch of orcs and then have an auxiliary force of Imperial Knights. <laughs> but don't bring any knights. Just buy that building over and over and over. <laughs> then put, like, flash kits up there. <laughs> you have a bunch of really shooty boys in a pit which gives them cover, and knights can't assault them without paying command points, which the knights are really hurting for. Yeah. I thought that. I thought it would be really funny to do. It would be hilariously funny. <laughs> really like, funny. I've got what has he brought? 16 buildings. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which getting me 15 command points? I don't think buildings get you command points. Oh, no. I, I did check for you. Oh, they don't cost you any command points either. You can have as many detachments of buildings as you like. <laughs> it would just be hilarious. Just the top tournament scene dominated by a guy that's buying buildings. <laughs> I would love that happened at a tournament. Like, yes, there's a Primax fan, there's a Nice Famine. Is that Burke with Wait. the building? Oh, my God. Next level. Next level, right? Are we about to go to the next level or regress slightly? Cause... We're going to regress slightly. Okay, fair We're enough. We're going to regress. Okay, let's, let's regress. If you bought enough scenery, you could just completely block line of sight. Like, So say you were going second, yeah. right? Let's pretend it's like a Cities of Death map. Yeah. Because most of the, the GW tournament ones, they have like three buildings. So it's yeah. not really cover, it's nothing. Yeah. It's just I think Knights in Cities of Death it would be very cool and a good way of quote-unquote balancing them. Yeah, really cool. We're going to do it someday. Yeah, we definitely are. We're definitely going to do it. Uh, yeah, you buy this terrain, Yep. <laughs> and uh, there's one street in your deployment zone, you just wall it off with terrain. 
You're like, yeah, no more line, no more line of sight for you. The knight can't cross it. Get fucked on. Yeah. Oh my god, I really have to do this. I really <laughs> have to buy like fifteen of that kit. Do I now have to buy um, not Forgebane? I just think every. I think every. <laughs> yeah. Let's buy Forgebane again. I, I get confused and buy Forgebane again. <laughs> I think of every, every boxed kit they do is like a hey look a new codex have this cool costly box set of stuff. I just think of it as Forgebane. It's a Forgebane forge kit. Bane. It's forge yeah, that, that night hunt kit. Forgebane renegade. Yeah, Forgebane. Forgebane. <laughs> yeah. Do I have to get that so we get the building? I want that building. I do want that building. I definitely want that building. I want 15 of them, though. Do you really want 30 knights? I wouldn't mind having 30 knights. I think anyone else in the world wants me to I have think... 30 knights. Yeah, but you just wouldn't get to use them, because everyone would have killed themselves. <laughs> <laughs> world peace achieved. Everyone's dead. Why? One man bought 30 knights. <laughs> we... Yeah, somebody feels a knight valiant. Well, fuck it, I'm packing up. <laughs> yeah. And if you guys want to pack up, because some guy's fielding an all-night army with a Knight Valiant with a 3D3, 3D6 auto-hitting flamer. Good on you. Especially if they go for the Relic, which they will do, which means they can reroll wound rolls. So, you know. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, we... The next... The next I one, think we've got time. We have got time. I think we've got time. The next one is the Monolith. <sighs> I just... I weep tears. This... This... This is... This model's got history of awesome and is... I feel like the the monolith is an old friend. Yeah. The it... monolith is an old friend, but he's kind of passed into dementia slightly. <laughs> and now it's it's sad to see him and you're reminded of those familiar memories of how it was great, but he's also kind of pissing himself. Now. It's because it's the same model from like 15 years ago. <laughs> Which is wonky as fuck. <laughs> Please, we've said it before, but go to the Games Workshop website. Go look at their picture of the monolith, and you see like this in the bottom left corner, this enormous white crack going up to like a third of the way through this thing, where there's just a gap in the model because it doesn't line up properly. But it's built by like the heavy metal team. It's like, yeah, these oh are the my guys. God. These are the guys that are the best builders, and even they can't fucking manage this kit, which yeah. I, I actually love. Because I remember how tricksy the kit was. It was. And I it was like, am I just bad at life? Yeah, like, that thing was very tough to make. And even when you got it done, it's like, it feels really botched. It's because the if, model was yeah, botched. Yeah, the model was botched. Forget anyone that has a monolith and thinks, oh, I'm not good at building. No. no. It's the model. Yes. 100%. But it's a fucking gorgeous model. Like, it's... It's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. It needs an update, though. It, it does. It needs a new kit. It needs thicker plastic. The walls it, are way too okay, thin. To be fair, the obelisk is kind of an update. But it's not the same. It's not obelisk, the same. Obelisk is a... a Substitute. It, it it gives me hope for if they did a redesign of the monolith. Which they need to. They need, need to. to. Alright. The monolith itself, which... <sighs> Gorgie so, McLarge. Big McLarge huge. Yep. Okay. Uh, he has three profiles. God damn it. Okay. So top profile is Movement 6, BS3+, Portal of Exile. We'll get to it. Oh my god, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's a Portal of Exile. You yeah, dirty bugger. <laughs> it's a 4+, then it's 6 to 10 wounds is... 5-inch move, BS 4+, plus, 5+, plus, Portal of Exile, 1-5 to five wounds, movement 4 inches, BS 5+, plus, Portal of Exile 6+. Plus. Okay. Yep. So it's normally a 6-plus in close combat. It can uh, yep. hit you. It uh, can. certainly can. Strength 8, toughness 8. We, we have covered toughness 8 being bonkers. Yep. Unfortunately, in the Monolith case, it's not quite enough. Strangely enough, yeah. Um, wounds 20, attacks 3, leadership 10, save 3+. plus. It's got four gorse flux arcs and a particle whip. Particle whip, best name. 
Yeah. I always imagine this kit, like the crystal on top, just for some reason throws up this green energy lasso and <laughs> it just whips something. Uh, if you if you look at Dark Crusade, Dark Crusade got this perfect. Oh yeah. It, it was just a beam of terrifying explosion that sent things flying everywhere. Yeah. It was like lightning with a massive explosion on the end yeah. of green, which was awesome. Okay, if, if you want to see the factions of 40k done right, go play... Just, you know, fuck it, no, just go play Dark Crusade. That, that's <laughs> all we ask of you. Um, Game was the bitch. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Maybe not the bitch, but... Ghost Flux Ark. I wasn't going to let you get away with that. <laughs> I thought it flew under the radar for a minute. I was like, no. I've said bitch, but <laughs> maybe he didn't pick up on it. Uh, range 24 inches. Heavy 3, Strength 5, AP-2, D1. Four of them is Not pretty bad. gravy. Yeah. There used to be D6 shots against every enemy you knew within 24 inches. Per thing? Not per thing. Oh. Well, that's not much of a change then. Yeah, but you, 3.5. But if you deep striked it, back in the old days with deep strike, there was no 9 inch rule. It's just if you got too close and accidentally scattered onto them, you died basically. With the monolith, <laughs> this, monolith was the exception. It went, no, they move. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's so really you, just, awesome. you just dropped a monolith on them. And then, and then, then Lord of Exile. And then the entire army would be within 24 inches, and every single unit gets hit by D6 shots. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, it, it was crazy back in the day. Anyway, that's relevant now. Sniping. But... <laughs> Imagine that, you get characters sniped by the Back in the dropping. old days, you get characters snipe all the time. Unless they put them in a unit. Remember that? Remember yeah, those days? independent characters and characters, yeah. Oh, God, weird times. Particle Whip. 24-inch range. Heavy 6. Guaranteed 6. Heavy 6? Strength 6. AP-2, D3 damage. I really feel like this... I swear it used to be strength 10. I think I it did. I swear it used to be a strength the, the 10 doom, explosion. The monolith back in the old days was just the doomsday thing. Like It was a doomsday engine. Yeah. And they've kind of weirdly removed it from that spot. They really have. So now it's just kind of a, a support vehicle, which is it's weird. It's a support vehicle which is meant to be very tanky. And it is. It is very tanky. But the problem is, is it costs nearly as much as a knight. Yeah. With nowhere, nowhere near the firepower. That, that's its real problem. You will never go to get your points back with a monolith. So yeah, take, if you go up against a new player, bring the spiders, bring the monolith. <laughs> they'll go, oh, it's terrifying. You go, it's not going to do much though. Yeah. Because this strength eight weapon isn't that good. Weirdly, like, what's the particle whip's target? It's strength six, isn't it? It's strength eight. Heavy oh, six. Eight. Oh, it's heavy, heavy six. six. Heavy six. So it's a eight. lot of shots of strength eight. Yeah. AP think- minus two. Strength 7, I think, is where it's shooting, really. Yeah, but... Okay, so it's going for vehicles. It's AP-2, D3 damage. Yeah, it's not great. Like, I would be fine with this having AP-4 and D6 damage, and it still wouldn't be viable. You think? I think AP-4, yeah, D6 damage yeah, does make it viable. to be fair, six shots. things with the 6 shots, it would be viable then. But even then, that's only viable. It wouldn't be broken. Yeah. I mean, compare that to the Avenger Gatling gun yeah. of the Knights. The Avenger Gatling Gun That's is... That's twice the shots. It Yeah. Two less strength, which is a big deal. It is a big that deal. It is a big deal. It is a big deal. AP minus it... two, yep. damage two. Yeah. And damage D3 on average is two. Yeah. So, very much the same, but you get twice the number of shots. Yeah. Which is just better. Yeah. Really. Yeah, the, the Gatling Gun is... Basically, this thing just hasn't, hasn't got the firepower to back up its cost. It has living metal, so it regenerates one wound per turn. Which, when you have 20 of them, doesn't matter. Yeah, it does make a difference, though. It does make a difference. Because think by turn three, you have regained three wounds, which could make the difference between weapon profiles. Okay, but the reason why this 
uh, is nowhere near as good as knights as well when it comes to tankiness, though. A, four less wounds. B, no invun. Yeah, no invun, yeah. no quantum like, shielding. It, it takes, on average, eight last cannon hits, I believe. Right. To uh, yeah, kill it. Which so isn't it, many shots. Yeah. So it's going to be like, what, uh, 12 shots from Space Marines? I don't know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. sure. But let's roll with that. So it's going to be 12 last cannon shots to kill this thing. Because it has no invun. It's the same cost as a knight. It's a bit little, less. It's a bit, bit less. less than a knight, but it it just dies so much easier. If it had quantum shielding, I would take it. I would actually take it if it had I had quantum shielding. I don't know if I probably would just for fun because it'd be awesome. I think it'd be pretty good with quantum shielding because then it I, becomes I suppose it, with quantum shielding it becomes really tough. Yeah, with quantum shielding it's just so tough it's always going to survive the whole game. At which point you may get your points back because it yeah. will just chuck out so much firepower. It okay, will be yeah. there till the end. Yeah, if it had quantum shielding, that would be the other way to make it viable. Plus, it would absolutely dominate uh, Toughness 7 vehicles the whole game. Oh, yeah. Which I would be a big fan of. Yeah, I, I, the Monolith could do with something like either quantum shielding or better particle whip. As but but Doomsday Arc is just better. I think the Doomsday Arc actually has more firepower. The Doomsday Arc has way more firepower. We'll get we'll get to that like next time. The Doomsday Arc has way more firepower. It's actually tankier as well, thanks to quantum shielding. Yeah, like, super bizarre. And it's half the cost. Yeah. Anyway, so it has death descending. Do you okay. to guess what that is? It's deep strike. <laughs> it's deep strike. It's deep strike. Well, of course um, it is. Yeah. During deployment, the tantalizing you, you can set this model in the upper atmosphere instead of placing it on the battlefield. Now, due to the way that it is written, that means that you, you can, place it in the literal in the upper literal atmosphere. upper atmosphere. They didn't think this through. Also, I'm imagining several people just holding their monolith above the table. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I'd get a little pulley system and string. Like, yeah, but then, comedically, it would fall and <laughs> yeah. smash something. It would destroy. <laughs> Most likely itself and some of my units. Yeah. And you'll never put it back together the same way again, because it doesn't go back It'll together. have changed dimensions. It'll be a yeah. fucking, you know, tetrahedron or something yeah, so by the time you put it back. Once again, you know... Way back... Shaped like a perfect sphere. <laughs> what? <laughs> Look, back when I joked there may be five different forms of deep strike in this codex alone. I was wrong, there's more. You are more. wrong. Like, yeah, there's... You are wrong. I think the next codex we review, we should have a bet for how many versions of deep strike there are. And the forfeit, will, the forfeit will be you have to drink a whole pocket <laughs> metal paint pot. <laughs> I think you'll die if you do that. Nobody do that. Yeah, Nobody do. But if you do, video it. It'd be very funny. <laughs> Not even then. Not even then. Portal of Exile. Yeah. I mean, I can talk through... Sorry, actually, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that rule. Okay. It says, at the end of any movement phase, the monolith can plummet to the battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the old days, they they basically floated down. You got the fuck out of the way because it would just crush you because it's like an immovable fort. Sorry, it's an unstoppable object. Whereas nowadays they're drop pods. (laughs) No, not only is it they they hover out and then just drop. Okay, that does uh, seem quite cool. No, imagine just floating monolith. They glide in like floating Daleks and go. Oh god, the engine! (laughs) No, I, I imagine more like these monoliths are absolutely just comedic units. You know, just, what the fuck are they doing in the upper atmosphere? Suddenly, oh fuck, it's fallen. <laughs> just <laughs> lands on a safe battlefield. Away. Yeah, but just smashes on something. <sighs> I would actually give the monolith. I would give it a new rule. I'll give it strike from the heavens, and all monoliths learnt this from the war in the heavens. They learnt this tactic. <laughs> the fourth war in the heavens. <laughs> the fourth. They just because this rule also is shattered from height. It is. Instead of just plummeting into the middle of nowhere, it gets to plummet on a unit. 
and it just makes a dirty, dirty red paste <laughs> of whatever it lands on. <laughs> I call it Molov bombing. What was the first one I said? Uh, Plummet from death the heavens. From above. Death, death from the heavens. Something like that. Yeah, death from the heavens. Know. Sword from Damocles. Fuck it. What, the sword from the Damocles Gulf? Yeah, the monoliths have taken it. They're wielding it with their little arms. <laughs> the little gorse rays of their little arms. <laughs> they those little swords sellotaped to it. Who take that there? No questions. <laughs> He's a veteran of the Damocles Gulf. <laughs> I love then it. Then they have like, a tower insignia painted on it. Oh, kill markings. On a how did, it, yeah, how did it paint them? <laughs> uh, portal of Exile. Yeah. When an enemy unit, other than monster or vehicle, finishes a charge move within one inch of this model, its Portal of Exile may activate. May activate, so you can choose not to. I guess, yeah. Oh, no, sorry, it's it's based on the roll of a d6. Uh, uh, roll of d6 and compare it to the value required on the damage table above. So, 4 plus 5 plus 6 plus. If the roll is successful, the charging unit suffers d6 mortal wounds. Tasty, but also, eh. Yeah, who's charging a monolith? Knights, McCree. That's an Overwatch hero. <laughs> Don't know what's on with me today. Uh, Reboot Gilliman, that's who I meant to say. Yeah, he's going to be sat back with Last Cannon Boys. Yeah, but he's also got a bloody great sword. <laughs> yeah, but you just shoot it with the 12 Last Cannon shots, less with Gulliman. Yeah. And it dies. Uh, with Knights, yeah, you may want to charge it. Even then, D6 Mortal Wounds, that is scary. Don't get me wrong. It's only on a 4 plus. It's only on a 4 plus. I'd roll it. I'd go for it. Yeah. Because. Especially if you have the uh, gauntlet, which does like six, or if you have the upgraded version, eight damage. Although, the thing I like about this, Portal of Exile, yep. is that it isn't stopped once an enemy unit makes contact with you. Yeah, it's any so unit. So anyone joins yeah. the assault. But the weird thing as well is that this, uh, the Portal of Exile used to have an actual uh, measurement from the portal. Do you remember it used to be like three inches or something yeah, from like the little, actual yeah. portal? Yeah. So you'd actually face the monolith towards things, and then the cone was the cone of death. No, did... oh, I can't... Yeah, it used to be like that, mm. uh, especially in sixth and seventh. Okay, sixth and seventh, maybe. Like it, back when I was collecting that, the the portal was just there to drop Necromorias out of. I'm pretty sure it also had sucking them off as well. That's not what this is. <laughs> I don't know where that's going. One hundred percent, it's hovering. Distances and ranges are always measured to and from this model's hull, even though it has a base. Second point, it hasn't got a base. Yep, one of the very few models. It just hasn't got a base. It's so fucking bowler. It hasn't got a base. I think they tried to put a base on it in the design studio and realised the thing was so fucked that it couldn't <laughs> support it. Like, if well, you put a flying base on it and realised they just didn't have the structural integrity. Yeah, the, the floor, floor, it, it the then... floor would just push through the walls. <laughs> All the walls would just come apart. Oh, well, God, fuck it, it yeah. just lives on the table now. Yeah. Uh, floating fortress. It can move and fire heavy weapons without suffering the penalty to hit rolls. Wouldn't it be nice if there's some kind of way of saying that very easily with, I don't know, maybe one word, maybe two words, some kind of key word that was universal? I don't know. You sound relentless about this. <laughs> it's it's a slightly bitter point. Eternity gaze. Uh, <laughs> relentless was the special rule. Was that? Yeah, relentless was the special rule. That's why, oh, <laughs> that's God. why I dropped oh. it in. Oh, go no. go back to Russia. So I, You've forgotten 4th edition. You've forgotten 5th edition. I've forgotten... Er- you're, you're like the errant pupil that went off to do pornography and kill people. <laughs> yeah, Sorry I, about that. That's not what I meant. And I went off and did pornography and killed people and had fun. Okay. And you I played 6th and 7th edition and cried. Yeah, but I remembered. I'm like the bitter... The, that's because 6th and 7th also had Relentless. 
Yeah, but yeah. So you had, this happened a lot more recently for you. No, no. It's not you just remembering fourth and no, fifth no, correctly. No, no, no. I am, I am like the uh, the old guard. I am also yeah. the old guard. Don't thought, worry, don't... Dimitri. Our time will come again. Generic accent. Not sure where from. But Kislyov, I also was old guard. I just went out to a cigarette <laughs> break. Yeah. You still go, ah, no, you don't understand. I do understand. You do not know, relentless. It's very hot today. <laughs> Very hot and possibly <laughs> racist. <laughs> I, Bordering racist. I mean, our statistics don't say we have any Russian listeners yet, so for now I think we're fine. Bleat. <laughs> I think I'm safe in saying that. <laughs> to quote the Stalker games, Jiggy Briggy. Jiggy Briggy. Eternity Gate. By the way, guys, if you come up against Russian gamers, just say Jiggy Briggy. If they're flaming. Okay, yeah, if, they're flaming. if you're, say, playing Dota 2 and you have abusive Russians in your team, which is about. Every Dota 100%. game. Yeah. <laughs> you have one Russian on team who will spam chat with all caps in Russian, you don't know what he's saying, and then yell through the mics, and you're not sure what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> all right, then. Yeah. I'm glad you feel impassioned about this. I'll be like, shoot you me have now just... up. What? <laughs> shoot me now up? Anyway. Eternity Gate. Eternity Gate. I feel like this podcast when... is an Eternity Gate. <laughs> of awesome. Yeah. Good save. Yeah. When you set this model up, sorry, when you set up this model, damn right. <laughs> at the same time, you can also set up any number of friendly dynasty infantry units on the tomb world rather than setting them up on the battlefield. Before the model moves in your movement phase, a single friendly dynasty unit that was set up in the tomb world can be teleported onto the battlefield by the monolith. Set up the unit so that it's wholly within three inches of this model and more than one inch away from any enemy models. If all dynasty night sites and monoliths from your army are destroyed, any friendly dynasty units still on the tomb worlds are considered to be slain. Okay. So it's... Can can people come through the portal then assault? I would guess so. Like I think it's just like how transports work. But it's essentially a transport, except they're not stored within the vehicle, they're stored on a tomb world. Yeah, so I mean, it's basically the same thing, because the guys aren't really in the transport type thing. Yeah, it, like, it's not deep strike. Sorry, the non-existent yeah. rule. So here's the thing. The monolith deep strikes. Yep. The unit doesn't deep strike. Therefore, the unit can deploy three inches out the front of the monolith, yep. which is nine inches away. Which means it's a six-inch charge for a unit. I think they can even move. Oh, the monolith can move? No, no, the monolith will deep strike. I'm saying when the unit steps out. Oh, no, sorry, it's... Um, it's in the movement phase, isn't it? The end of the movement phase. Before this model moves in your movement phase, but I think it costs the movement of the people in the unit. Right, okay. Yeah, so it can't... They can't move for the step up. They can still assault. They can still assault, yes. Okay, so it's a six-inch charge. Pretty nice uh, as a guaranteed assault. Yep. However, again, competitive play, screening, yeah, stuff like this. Not great. Yeah. Uh, it also explodes. Cool, though. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Um, like back in the olden days, you could also step in. You could step back into an eternity gate and step out of another one. Yeah, that was cool. Like, I, I think there's a stratagem that lets you do something similar ish, but it's quite expensive and also requires you to have two monoliths in this edition where monoliths are awful. Yeah. Or the flyers. Or the flyers, yeah. Yep. Actually, no, I think it's only the monolith which has that ability in with command points here. All right, okay. Um, anyway, it also explodes. Very good. Yep. Very good. Well, on the roll of a d6, you know, on the six it explodes, each unit within six suffers d6 mortal wounds. Okay. Um, Necrons, it has dynasty buffs. I don't think any of them affect it, but you can have them. Yep. Vehicle, fly, monolith. And the weird one. <laughs> Why is it called monolith? Because this is a key word. Oh, God. Okay. Titanic. Yeah. Like, this... This having Titanic is really weird. 
and bad, most importantly. Because isn't it Titanic, which is the you can step back out of combat and shoot? Thing? Yeah, basically. You, you, well, no, Titanic means you can step out of combat, combat shoot, and then and assault yeah. again. But the monolith isn't going to be assaulting. Yeah. Because it's got three attacks sitting on a Unless six you want to chance the Eternity Gate on them. Well, no, it's if the enemy finish a charge move nearby. It's All not right, if they're just sorry. within one. If they were just within one, it'd be amazing. All right. I thought, yeah, I thought the monolith could close the distance. No, no, no. All right. Okay. No, that'd be, that'd be useful. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so, they already have flies. They can already step back and shoot. Yeah. So all Titanic does is make them far more vulnerable to macro weapons. Yeah. Anything anything that has that reroll to, like, such as the volcano cannon on the yep. uh, Bane Blade, or the volcano lance on the... Knight Castellan? Yeah, that's it. The Castellan's a volcano land? Is that what it's called? Yeah, like the big magma cannon thing. Oh, that's the... Oh, yeah, yeah, that thing, yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure it's called Volcano. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, it just gives other big things a bonus to kill the monolith. Yep. Uh, it's also Weird. Not that, it's not that big in uh, modern 40k. Like, the Titanic units now are bigger than the monolith. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, also, weird... Weird point, though. It does mean knights can't step out of combat with it. They are, in fact, locked in combat with this monolith. <laughs> yeah. You're trapped in here with me! The monolith just aggressively <laughs> nudging w- this no, knight. Wiggling his little arms. <laughs> yeah, wiggling his little arms, aggressively nudging the knight, just flying up yeah. into him. As the knight goes, I can't retreat. <laughs> My honour. I yeah. guess it would have it, to be his honour. Yeah. Being I threatened. can't retreat from this weird prism. <laughs> <laughs> just gyrating at me. Does, wait, does the monolith move in corkscrewing erotic movements? No, it's that'd be amazing. It'd be it'd terrible. It'd be far, far deadlier. Yeah, moving 100%. with like that than it would if it be could shooting. Move Twelve inches a turn and just slam into something. Yeah, like the, I'm pretty sure at this point the monolith just slamming like a massive slab of giant monolithic metal <laughs> is actually more damage than its guns. Yeah, if you, if you were to stat it, given that a fucking harpoon. Is strength 16, yep. damage 10. A monolith dropping you from the upper atmosphere would annihilate half your army. The red paste. Let's it make a, it, it actually would annihilate half your army. Like The, the forces on display would... Oh yeah, probably take out the da, entire... Da, da, like, da. <laughs> and his name is Monolith Sina. That also sounds like it's a woman. Which mm. I'm not averse to. The monoliths can be female if they like. Well, the Necrons, they don't have gender really anymore. They're just... Yeah, they can do well, as you know, the... the um, Farons can have them, I believe. Yeah. Well, they can but, do whatever they like. Yeah, they're going to be anything. They're Good on them. They're the inclusive army. Good for yeah. Uh, right. I, th- that is it for this week. We've we've rambled on. Yeah. They a they lot. know what to expect at this point. True. There was we also had, we had news to discuss. Like there was a lot of news, a lot yeah. of shitting on Sigma, a yeah. lot of bit of tau. Yep. Yeah. Bit of tau maths. Bit of tau maths. Which, which got serious. He got serious. It got serious. Which, it's probably a mistake on our part, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we just wanted to just kind of say how ridiculous this list is of Tau. Yeah. And yeah, as like, well, the Toughness 8 problem. Yeah, because A, we can't think of anything else that really counters Knights that well, and B, we can't think of anything that counters it. Yeah. 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 Uh, anything, any final words for us? Final on... words on the Necrons. Well, no. Of, we... of the ones Yeah, sorry, covered. hang on. We're not... There's another, like, eight things. Basically, of the four units we covered, three of them are useless. Yes! <laughs> but the one that is useful Destroyers. is bonkers. Is really good. That's kind of the Necron Codex, really. <laughs> yeah, a lot of weird stuff. 
with some pretty darn strong stuff. Yeah. Again, destroyers aren't completely broken, in my opinion. They aren't completely broken. No. But they're definitely good. Yeah, they're definitely good. And that's what I love. Yeah. I. At some point, we should really work out an outro. I'm just saying, I do, can we, should we awkwardly say bye to them? No. Then how are we going to leave no, this? I'm going to say, next time, All right. on the Brothers Grimdark, we'll be tackling more sections. We'll stay more on topic. Perhaps not. Perhaps not. But there will be... The dawn is coming. The dawn is coming. <laughs>